Good day, everybody. It's about one o'clock, just coming up on the one o'clock hour. This is February 16th, 2024, the Lion's Den. And we will give it a couple minutes for everybody to get into the room. now one o'clock we'll give it a couple more minutes to get or to let everybody else catch up and join the spaces there is a threadcast available you can find that by going to inleo.io that's i-n-l-e-o.io or you can go to my twitter profile and I just sent out a copy of the link on my profile so you can click on the link from there and get to the Threadcast. Okay. Since people are filtering in, we will get the show started. I think the first thing that we will do is we will go over the big news of the week from a <clears throat> Leo perspective. By the way, before I get to that, this is an open forum. It's on Spaces, so if anybody wants to join the conversation, feel free to just send a speak request and we'll get you on air. Also, <clears throat> this is called the Lion's Den, but it is not restricted to just Leo topics it can be any hive topic so the reason why it's called the lion's den was renamed the lion's den is because that's where most of us tend to spend most of our time we have our knowledge and experience at. <clears throat> the news of the week seems to be a hive related event and that is hive sql going down from what i am reading in fact Eric, a nomad soul, put up a thread just before this show that talked about how he was having difficulty pulling the MAUs because he uses Ive SQL, and it seems to be utilized for a lot of different purposes throughout the ecosystem, and that is down. <clears throat> so some of the things are delayed. I know like the bounty payments those are tied to hive sql and so those really have not been going out on a timely manner simply because they cannot pull the data so that was the big information <clears throat> outside of that there really wasn't anything on the ama that i thought to be tremendously uh earth-shattering uh, that we didn't know. 
it's just a continued progression of what we're seeing development meant taking place so to me that's a positive one thing i did find out they are in testing right now it is not operating properly i did a test run and got some errors but they are working on getting polls going on long-form content if you look in the writer on leo it shows that there is a little on the uh, menu bar of of features when you're writing your poll you're bolding and all that your headings and all that other stuff there is a poll tab that or a poll like image that you can click on and it allows you to add polls to long form just like we can supposedly do on threads but across the ecosystem or across the platform excuse me there are issues with some of the polls we can't do them in threadcast things of that nature can't do a poll when you edit it when you edit the thread the poll goes away so we have a lot of of issues with that but they're working on it and <clears throat> to me that's the important thing okay uh on this i wanted to I wanted to do some discussion about ways we can increase threads and things of that nature. And before I get started, I wanted to give a shout out to Adam Barrett. Uh, he has taken some initiative. There are a number of projects that we've seen show up recently on Leo. Uh, I kind of instigated the news on Leo and using that thread and getting some news on there <clears throat> that was taken expanded to books on Leo and now I see there's travel on Leo so <clears throat> initiatives like this you can get involved you can comment on what you see you can add content of your own if you do travel take a look at his threads see the format that they are using <clears throat> and duplicate it and and add to it that would be a, a helpful thing to do same thing with books on leo there's a particular format that he's using and maybe some other people are using and uh again it's a way to support what they're doing and also <clears throat> get involved yourself I am going to drop in the Threadcast the latest, most up-to-date 30-day <clears throat> excuse me, I seem to have a frog or something in my throat. In the Threadcast, this is the latest 30-day um, page views they are increasing slightly as you can see we're leveling out a little bit which means time to kick it another level in my opinion and that's what this show is about is trying to come up with ideas of ways we can add to it. so the first thing that I wanted to bring up is a post I wrote which I will 
drop in the thread cast and I'm not doing that so you read my post you're I'm doing that so you can see the examples <clears throat> the title of this post is using threads like we use time to use threads like Twitter and one of the things if you go to this post that I put in there you will see is I embedded threads into my post and what I basically did is I basically created the thread as I was writing the post and then embedded the thread so you can see my post well, actually I did this one uh, it, it says it is time for people to use threads in the same way they do Twitter they start with thinking about how to do that start thinking with that starts with thinking about how to do it that's a thread it's embedded into the post I just copied the URL posted it in there scroll down a little more and the little Twitter birdie I took a picture of that I made it a thread and I embedded it in the post then I went and I got a YouTube video that I embedded into the thread and use the thread in the post. This is a simple concept. <clears throat> this is a way, if somebody reads our post, we effectively are advertising threads. How often do we see a, an article with somebody who embedded a tweet in there? <clears throat> we can do the exact same thing with threads. Is this a major game changer? No. Is this going to get us a thousand users? No. What it will do is every time it put, you put a post out, if you have a thread embedded into it, it adds the potentiality of somebody eventually clicking through on. And especially if you're taking your thread, your post, and you're putting them out on social media, especially if you have SEO, it could help and somebody even replied in the comment section of that post that having a thread in there could ultimately help with the SEO maybe it does maybe it doesn't but that is one way to do it <clears throat> the second thing that I came up with and I will put this in the thread cast You have all heard of thread storms. You have all heard of threadcast. Many of you are familiar with the playlists. And if you are not, I will drop a link to the playlist that we have captured. What a playlist is, is Nothing more than using a thread storm, but using it for music. So much in the same way as people make playlists on Spotify or they make playlists on whatever, YouTube, we have the same thing. For anybody who knows about Music on Leo, what Music on Leo is doing is basically embedding YouTube songs or songs that are on YouTube into threads. And now we have a song on Leo. So a threadcast 
<coughs> excuse me, a playlist is simply a thread storm where we put the main level thread, then underneath it you embed all the different songs. If you use the tag playlist, what I do is I go through, I capture it, and I put it on this page here. So what we're doing is we are starting to create a library of playlists. Now, if you go to the container, which I created yesterday, a Game of Thrones container. So if you click on the image, it will open up the thread container itself. As you can see, it's uh, HBO had a hit with Game of Thrones. I used the tag container so it can be found. And then look what's underneath it. I posted a hundred different YouTube videos, basically of clips. These are clips from the show Game of Thrones. And if you actually click and go to YouTube, you will see most of these clips have millions of views. So a container, <clears throat> and by the way, within the container, you'll notice I, on each thread, I put Game of Thrones. So if I click on the Game of Thrones, they all would appear under that tag. But they're all in this container so that they're self-contained. Think about the possibilities of what can be done with a container. You can put anything in there. You can put comedy clips. You can make it about a movie. You can make it about sports bloopers. You can make it about sports highlights. You can make it about your favorite sports team. It doesn't even have to include embedding videos. It could be information about geography or history or whatever you want. And if you set this up and then you bookmark it, you can keep adding to it. Other people can keep adding to it. It's a way to keep the information together. And so now, if we wanted to try to get people who were interested in Game of Thrones, we simply have to throw out that container, and that container simply, if somebody clicks on the links, they'll see there's 110 YouTube videos on it. Another thing to keep in mind, as with all of this stuff, is we're trying to feed the algorithms. We're trying to feed the AI. Cal did mention, based upon a question I asked the other day, eventually we will get to the point where the recommend feature will be on threads. So if somebody clicks on a Game of Thrones video that's there, and there's over 100 of them, and they watch it, at some point, the recommend feature will click on, will offer another video, just like YouTube does, and say, would you like to view this, or put it right there, and somebody can click on it. That's how we start to increase stuff, but we have to have that stuff in the database to begin with. So that's the second idea. Create containers. Create containers of your favorite television programs, of your favorite movies. All these clips are on YouTube. Anything that's on YouTube, you can do. Now, this brings me to the third point, which deals with YouTube, which deals with articles, which deals kind of from news on Leo. Doesn't matter what, what one you go with. But the idea is, whenever you're doing something, do it on Leo. So, for example, if you go to YouTube to watch a video, 
or if you even go to 3Speak and watch a video. Embed the thing in threads and watch it from threads. So that way it's on, you have a thread. It's in there. It adds to the count. Somebody else may see it and watch the same thing. Somebody else may click on it. Again, we, as the library grows, more of this data can be found. More of this stuff can be come across. The problem we have is we have too many people posting stuff that it's in isolation. You may get a couple views as it goes down the latest list, but once you get 10 or 20, who, who the hell scrolls down 50 threads on the latest? Hell, half the time you scroll down, at least on desktop, you, it blows up, you get the error message. So that's not feasible. Yes, they can show up on the For You, if you're somebody who, who scans your For You. I find the For You to be very annoying because to, in the next 24 hours, because I set up a threadcast, I'm going to be swamped with your comments. And, and I'm not saying that I don't appreciate the comments, but that'll just show up on all the For You's. Well, I'm reading, I'm going to be going through the comments here, so I don't need that. But that's what's going to dominate my feed. And anybody who set up a threadcast knows that your For You feed is, is bombarded. So where does all this info go? Well, one way around it is obviously tagging. And I see, see Bradley uh, Arrow. I know memes are not much, but they're big on other platforms. So why not on threads? Meme on Leo is the tag I use. Yeah, I use meme, memes on Leo. Either way, but exactly. See, now what happens is over time, as Bradley is using the Mimi on Leo, he is building a library for the platform of memes. And other people can do that. And so what can happen over time is if he's, let's say he's, he's posting five a day. Nothing major, but he posts five a day. What happens in a half a year? 180 days times five is what? 900 memes. Now all of a sudden there's 900 memes there. And if other people are doing it, you end up getting a ton of memes. Each of those is a thread. Somebody can go through the, the, the tag and start to click on them and maybe see. You know, add 25 clicks, 30 clicks. So that's one idea. When you're on YouTube, when you're on 3Speak, whatever you're watching, whatever you're listening to, post it on as a thread. If you are on your favorite website, whatever your news site is, whether it's sports, whether it's politics, whether it's local news, it doesn't matter. I saw Lisa M. Gentile earlier post it. Use the news on Leotech. What, well, go to your local newspaper, your state newspaper, your province newspaper, whatever you have. And just grab the articles off there. Post them. Post the headline. And then just link the article in the comment. Because it's a way to get information out there. And keep in mind, this all feeds the AI engine, the machine learning engine. So we want that stuff there. But... I post a lot of stuff for news on Leo, and I get in conversations. People will comment on them, and then I respond to their comments. And so not everyone, but I put up 10, and maybe one stimulates a conversation. There will be three or four comments back and forth about it.
fine. That adds to the activity. And that's what we're looking for, is activity. <clears throat> for example, some of you have, and we mentioned this, Caleb Marvel. He put together the party room. And I just... I thought I liked it. Yep, there it is. Right now, this has 268 page views, 413 comments. It's probably half a dozen of us in there at different times. And what are we doing? We're going through, we chit chat, we respond to each other, but we post music. And what's most of the music we're posting? Mu music from Music on Leo. We're dropping the threads in there. Now, occasionally somebody puts something in from YouTube and drops it directly in there, which is fine. But a lot of this stuff's already on in the database. It's already on the blockchain. And there's links to the playlist. There's links to the Arctic music, the, to the artist music pages. There's links to the Brazilian singers. So there's already links right in the, the original Threadcast that was posted to go and find this music. And so what we're doing is essentially we're repurposing the threads, the information that's already in the database, and using it again. And now it's creating another thread. And again, what happens? Well, we have the opportunity to use a tag. We have the opportunity to uh, rethread it. We have the opportunity for somebody to find it in search. We have the opportunity for somebody to click on it. Page views, page views, page views. Why have the page views been pretty much going up? We really can't answer that definitively because we don't have enough data. But one of the things I believe is the fact that there's so many different options opening up and ways for people to engage that there's more things for us to do here. So whereas somebody would have only opened maybe 10 pages in the past because they clicked on you know 10 blog posts or whatever, or clicked on a few threads, now that same person maybe is going and opening up something 30 times, 40 times, 50 times. Because now all of a sudden they, they see a song and they want to reply to it. They, 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 they want to get involved in some of these things. You know, a lot of this idea is taking the idea of Threadcast and trying to make it so... That the problem with the Threadcast is as soon as this ends, nobody's going to use it again. Which is fine. Because that's what it's for. But what if you had something that somebody could continually go back to? That en engagement could happen even though it was created six months ago. Well, that's the idea of the playlist. Somebody can come across a six-month-old playlist, go into it if they're interested. Let's say it's a Rolling Stone playlist. If they like Rolling Stone music, they can go in. They can listen to songs. They can comment on the songs. And oh, by the way all this stuff repurposing, what happens at some point when this music that we're starting to pass around 
also has a poll link contained in the thread, which is my ultimate goal. Now somebody can see that and also vote on in the poll. You see how this generates more activity? You see how this gets more people involved? You see how there's other ways to do things? So this is all part of the process. And these are just, I'm trying to stimulate ideas within you. You know, Adam Barrett grabbed it and, and ran with it and is, is now using two things. Bradley is using a tag that he's, he, he feels for, for memes. Caleb Marvel set up this party room. I mean, you could do anything. Be, and, and he uses the, the party room uses the threadcast. He, he uses the tag threadcast, so he uses the threadcast format. Container does not use the threadcast because you're not looking for the, the threadcast format. But could you do this for some other topic of conversation? Could somebody set that up for politics? Could somebody set that up for crypto? Could somebody set that up for a specific topic that they wanted to discuss. The availability is there. And now you get people in one place and people can discuss it. They can drop threads. I, 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 here's a combination. I was posting music new, news in the party room because it's music related and tagging it with news on Leo. So now it's under the News on Leo tag, even though it's not on the latest feed because it's actually in the Threadcast. It's applicable to the Threadcast. It got some conversation going in the Threadcast. It's under News on Leo. Again, more activity. And that's what we're looking for. And so that's my message. Think of ways to get activity going, which, by the way, since I read some of the comments, which we'll get to now, um, another idea is going to pop up, and one that I had, and but actually somebody wrote a post about it, so we'll go with that. Tokenize, Friday again, great to hang out in the den with the rest lines. Glad you're here, buddy. Uh, tokenize, have you guys noticed Keychain was updated? Yes, I did. It looks very different. What do you think? Uh, personally, I noticed it. I noticed it looks different. I just used it to sign in. I have not gone in and used many of the features. Anybody who has used a lot of the features, put it in the Threadcast. Give us your experience with it. Who all L putted yesterday? I powered up some. I showcased it. Um, Bradley Arrow, I put one of his memes in there. There you go. Uh, scrolling up, scrolling up. There's what I went over. Caleb Marvel, where was I when it started two hours ago? It hadn't started. Uh, Lisa M. Gemtile, glad my plan changed so I wasn't on the road and could be here to listen. Glad you are here. Looking forward to the ideas of utilizing Thread and enhancing the content here. Yeah, Lisa, this is the message today. Threads is very, very versatile. I want to try to convey to you, everybody, think about different ways to use Threads. It's a very versatile tool. And as I said, think of ways of layering. Think of ways of repurposing. Create a thread 
whether it's an image, whether it's something you write, whether it's something somebody else writes, put it in your blog post. Uh, think of ways to incorporate a poll into it. You know, again, we're having issues with polls from a technical side, but think ahead. Think of different topics that you could cover. Think of ways you can group information together because that way it can be found. That way people can hit on three or four or five or six, seven different things in a quick period of time. Think of ways to link it. All of that. Um... Let me do this. Might possibly, I'm going to put this at the top. So it's at the top of the threadcast. Might possibly wrote a blog post. And he's talked about shorts as a workaround. And it's very applicable. Three-step process. One, create your Hive account. Create a separate Hive account, excuse me. Two, upload video to 3Speak and decline payout. And he put it in bold. And he's absolutely correct. Three, embed video and thread. Okay. At the beginning of the year, we did, for Leo Glossary, we were doing a little work with AI-generated videos. And so... There was another account that I set up that I used to upload maybe half a dozen of these videos we created. And I uploaded them, not to YouTube, I uploaded them to 3Speak and did exactly this, declined the payout, using 3Speak basically as a video repository. Then I took that 3Speak video and I ended up making a Leo blog post out. Now, I added a lot more information. So it was a little different than this concept of a thread. And I added a lot more text and transcript and things of that nature. But leaving that aside, what Mike possibly is talking about is absolutely correct. You could shoot a very quick video on your phone. Have an alt account that you upload to 3Speak, decline the payout, then when it appears on 3Speak, which I know at times is a little iffy, it can take a little while, but anyway, technical issues, please stand by. But then what you do is you grab the embed code from 3Speak, drop it right into threads, and even there you can use the hashtag LeoShorts. And guess what? You created a short. And if you start doing that, guarantee other people will fall. So, if you want my thoughts on it, might possibly, it's an awesome idea. It's an awesome idea. Jongo did it with YouTube video. I said I was going to try it with 3Speak. I never got around to it. Um, it's an awesome idea. What I would do is I would create a number of shorts, upload them like Mike possibly was saying. You know, you have to obviously wait the five minutes in between each video to upload them because 3Speak sees them as posts. Unless, I, I don't know how their shorts work. They do have their shorts uh, thing you can do there. So maybe use that. I'm not familiar enough with, with 
three speak in the in the front end in terms of shorts and how that works. But either way, once you get the the, the content up there, then you can just go through and boom, 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 throw four or five of them as Leo shorts right on thre in threads. It's an excellent idea. Esme Smith, if we share YouTube videos for say DIY, do it yourself, or other interesting content, what ca tag can we use? Uh, use DIY. Use whatever tag is appropriate. If you're if you're loading uh, uh, videos from if you're betting videos from Three Speak on sports bloopers, use the tag sports. Use the tag bloopers. I, w I would use both. If you're uploading a video of, of I don't know, uh, Joe Biden interview. Uh, Joe Biden, politics, interview. Um, if you're uploading something about travel, well, I would, if it's a travel video, I would, you know, again, look at what Adam Barrett's doing, see if I could piggyback Leo Travel or Travel on Leo. I'm not quite sure exactly which hashtag he's using. He's probably using both to cover both bases. But if it's a video, uh, a travel video on, let's say, Venice, I would use Leo Travel, Venice, Italy, and maybe travel. I mean, absolutely hashtag this stuff. So that way it can be found at a later date. See, this is the point. The thread isn't dead then. If you don't hashtag something, I mean, maybe Leo AI and maybe search will pick it up. But if you just drop a video in there with no title, nothing, I don't think any of the search can read the video. So it's just a nothing thread. But if you hashtag it, if you put the title of the video on there, all of that can be put in there. And especially since we tend to have the issue, by the way, anybody who has had an issue loading videos that don't appear on, th on thread on the latest feed, here's what you do. There's something wonky with the site with video right now. Just accept it. So what you do is, what I do is I, I, I put the text in and I put my tags and I submit. I put the thread up. Then I go back and edit and I grab the YouTube embed code and then I put it in there and then I update it. And then, you know, anywhere from 30 seconds to five minutes later, the thread will end up when it gets re-indexed, will have the video in it. That's a workaround right now. So certainly uh, I would do that. By the way, also uh, Esme, this is where the idea of the containers come in. If you set up a thread of do it, here's my do-it-yourself container. And the reason why you want to use the hashtag container is A, a lot of times so you can find it. But B, if we get enough of them, just like I have the thread, the playlist going, I will get a Leo glossary page of containers going. I will get a list on a page of do-it-yourself stuff, of politics stuff, of Game of Thrones videos, movie clips for Star Trek, whatever it is. I will start a page of that to collect this stuff so it doesn't get lost and we keep feeding it in there. So absolutely, I mean, I would suggest, you know, anybody who, who we should be embedding all kinds of videos. We need to have 
hundreds of thousands, if not millions of videos on Leo. Lisa, one of the things, I know that one of the things I like to see here on Leo is the ability to add a lead capture from a blog post. One of the reasons being thought I would not have to use my WordPress blog anymore and redirect my own domain to Leo account. Yeah, that's helpful. Uh, my possibly, can anyone tell me how to transfer account creation tokens to other accounts or where it's even possible? I don't think you can transfer them. Jongo told me that they did something where you can like assign. He, he was able to assign it from his account to the CTP account and that allowed CTP to set up the accounts. Uh, he didn't remember how he did it. I don't know how he did it. So I would circuits around Peak D and there may be something that maybe it's kind of a delegate or an assignment and it might be in settings. Who knows? Uh, Esme, we miss you and John in the Cryptomaniac show. I miss it also. Uh, I threw up a uh, post of otters, which anybody who's seen over the last couple of weeks, I've been throwing YouTube videos and using the hashtag otters. There's evidently a Japanese couple that has a couple otters that live in their apartment and they have cute videos. Um, just messed it up. My internet is too slow. I won't be able to listen. Let's get the show. Esme, what do you think about Sora AI model do in content creator side? Do you think this should be used to tell better stories on the platform? Uh, absolutely. I would say Sora is really part of the ongoing future that I see that I've been writing about. That, quite frankly, six months ago, I had people who were disputing what I was saying. This was during the strike with the union and Hollywood. And I said, these people are done. And the reason why I said these people are done is because if we look at what's taken place over the last 30 years, the Internet changed distribution. Before that, for those of us who are old enough to remember, the mega movie and television studios also controlled the distribution. So you had Los Angeles, Hollywood, and New York, which are your two primary centers for uh, Western entertainment, at least, you know, in, in North America. They were in control. The Internet changed that. The Internet allowed for the YouTubes of the world. They allowed for the Netflix of the world. They changed distribution. But what did not change was content creation. It changed a little with text because the technology was there. You know, and even in the early days, blogs were not much of a threat to the newspaper industry. But over time, blogs have become a legitimate form of news, a legitimate form of journalism, and in fact, a lot of people trust these, quote, alternative media versus the legacy media. So now what Esme Smith is referring to and what you don't know, what, uh, what people don't know if you don't know what Sora is, Sora was put out um, by OpenAI, I believe. I don't know, I get confused because uh, uh, Google also had something they just put out uh, but I think Sora is open AI. 
And basically, it is a uh, text to video generate. And they had samples of what was created. And quite frankly, you sit there, they have a video. They're only up to, I think, a minute long. You, there was a video of a guy sitting there, looked like sitting at a table. And you think somebody was filming that on their phone. Not that it was AI generated. So this is the big shift that generative AI is going to do. It is the distribution model was changed by the Internet. The content creation and the monopoly on high quality con content creation, which still is in the realm of the movie studios, the television studios. They're the ones who put out the high quality content, the feature film quality stuff that's going to change and so that's going to open up entire doors for not only the disruption of the entire industry but for other people to get involved so when she's sitting there saying do do you think we should use this to tell better stories on the platform absolutely and if you are using sora for a short because they only go up to a minute. I'm sure there's going to be packages over time which will allow for, for longer creation. But if you're, if you're creating something using Sora, it's a minute. Well, what did I possibly just say? What if you take what you create in Sora, you upload it to 3Speak, you decline the rewards, you take it from 3Speak and you drop it in a thread. And you hashtag it whatever you created. What does that do? That adds to the platform. Now, this is what I want to say two things that come to mind. And I want to stress this. Number one, what this does, and the, the first thought may be, how do I get rewards? Fuck the rewards. Here's what I mean. Number one, think like an owner. What Esme is saying, what does this do for the platform? It adds much better content especially user-generated content. That is huge. We need that. We want that. If you think of Leo as your own platform, and by the way, if you have any Leo stake, it's very important. You better think like an owner because you are an owner. Number two, people say, how do I get attention? How do I get rewards? How do I make money? On threads, it's the easiest thing in the world. Be everywhere. I've said this before. Not everybody on Threads likes me, but everybody on Threads knows me. Because you are not going too far on Threads without coming across my username. Because I'm all over the place. Make yourself all over the place. Now, if you're doing what Esme says and you have the capability of using Sora AI and you're putting up this high quality content, now you're also not known for being everywhere, but you're known for your content. People will start following you because they want that content, because they see the videos that you're putting up there, the shorts, and the stories that you're telling and you're creating, and they're entertained by it. And oh, by the way, at the same time, it's more page views. So Esme, I, I look at that as a, um, as a home run on, on every, um, a, a, from every direction. Adam Barrett, thanks for the shout-out task. And yes, anyone interested in travel and our books, do get involved, without a doubt. Listen, 
this is an Adams project. I mean, he's the one who, who, who spearheaded it and started it. But this benefits Leo. This benefits you. He doesn't own the hashtag. He doesn't benefit from it directly. I mean, he benefits it on the stuff he posts. But by joining, you're helping the initiative. You're helping the project. You're helping get yourself exposure. And who knows? Maybe Adam will go through and start upvoting your stuff. Esme Smith, what are your opinion on airdrops on Salon and other chains? I don't pay attention. I don't have opinion. I don't know. I don't follow it. Um, airdrops are a mixed bag. Uh, it's a great way to get free money. It can be valuable money at some point in time, but it's also a great way to get scammed and hacked. And by the way, uh, if you listen to, I caught part of the Cryptomaniacs last night. Uh, I know Matt Soul blasted the structure of Solana and why it is not sustainable in his opinion. So if you're interested in that, you might want to, not Cryptomaniacs, I'm sorry, Cryptoholics. You might want to find once it's posted the Cryptoholics. It's on Spaces, so go to a Nomad Soul um, and you'll find it there. Nifty probably also has it, um, but he really goes in detail about Solana. Uh, Bradley, we read that. Tokenize, yeah, the For You tab needs some work, yep. Winanda, she's a uh, party room person. I'm finally here, yay. We are glad you are here, Winanda. Coyotelation, another party room guy. The day wasn't even over, and we got 400 comments from Maximum 8 Dead of Key. People, I'm, I keep asking how much page view will we get with 10 more people. That's just it. I mean, we did this Super Bowl thing, and we got 1,700 comments. Granted, I put it up early. It went all day long, and yes, the Super Bowl is a big event. But we probably only had 20 people in there throughout the entire day. Not 20 people at one time. And we still were able to do 1,700 comments in like 850 views. So, um, yeah, that, that's what it comes down to. More tea powered up 500 Leo yesterday. Good job. Drax, new version of high keychain looks better in strictly visual sense. I still haven't checked out all the features. Um, I'm one of those people, Drax, I take a little time to adjust. So I'm taking a little time to adjust to the visual. I'm sure I will get used to it. And I don't know about the features. Coalition threads are the key to success. People just need to realize that. Threads hold so much potential, and there's so many different ways to innovate. In the last couple of weeks, we're trying to, part of, of, of the Lion's Den, this is under the umbrella of, uh, of, of Town Hall. We try to educate, we try to communicate, we try to inspire, we try to give, give ideas. So, um, yeah. Lisa, how do you create three shorts? I think you mean three speak shorts. I don't know. They Maybe somebody else can answer this who's done it. You have to have one of the things I did see because it's there when you go to, to, to upload stuff is you, you have to have your shorts in the vertical. So on a phone. It can't be horizontal for three speak. Now, what... My possibly was talking about if you record something on your computer, you can just throw it up as a regular 
regular thing, not even as a short, and not care. But I don't know if there's a, a drop-down menu where you could use the shorts in, in three-speak. I don't know if it's something different. In my mind, with what might um, possibly was suggesting, I don't think it matters. If you're using an alt account and you're uploading like it's a regular uh, post, who cares? Because you're just going in and grab the embed video when it posts and then dropping that into threads. So at that point in time, I don't know if if your intention is you use three speak, then yes, I think you want to make three speak shorts. But I think if your intention is a workaround for Leo shorts, then I don't know if it really makes that much difference. Is the Cryptomaniac show still streaming Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern? And through them, I've looked at the last two Tuesdays, it wasn't airing. No, Django has a scheduling conflict, and so we're trying to work that out, but it's having great difficulty. So, as of now, uh, LJATs or IJATs, no. Tokenize, I have a new project in mind now. I'm thinking the best way to integrate it with threads. Okay, we got him thinking. Really, who doesn't like Taskmaster? Uh, they, they're, it's a small but dedicated group. Bradley Arrows, the, 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 cl the club president of the Taskmaster Hate Club. Spare time thread. I am at work, and I have spare time, so I am here. <laughs> Give Bradley Arrow credit. When he signed up for the job in the contract, he said, this job cannot interfere with my thread time. Get lost. Uh, oh, my possibly asked, answered it. Uh, only criteria is for the video to be in portrait mode. So, okay, um, there you have it. That I did know you, you needed it in portrait mode. Uh, so, that, that would make sense for, for shorts. They want them, you know, most people record that on their phone. Um, by the way, speaking of phone recordings, did you see... Kanye what happened with Kanye this guy he put up a Super Bowl ad which you know cost like a million dollars that he spent on a Super Bowl ad and he said because the ad cost so much we didn't have money for production the ad was him on a phone in his on his phone in the car and he recorded himself giving the website I, I guess he has a fashion line given a website for people to go to, to what to 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 look at his stuff, and because of that, he made a nineteen million dollar profit in twenty four hours by selling all this stuff for twenty bucks from doing an ad that he filmed on his phone, a thirty second ad. So go figure, Bradley. I love you, Task. Uh, right back at you, buddy. We're going to all start singing Kumbaya. So it just shows, goes to show there's a lot of different ways you can do this. And, you know, Tokenize, he has a project in mind, thinking about how to implement it, into implement threads, is a great thing. Here's a simple thought process. What can I do with this project you know, think of it in terms of information. We're in the information economy. Everything we're doing is information. 
changes media. You know, we may use video, we may use text, we may use imagery. I mean, Bradley is conveying information with his meme. It's conveying information. In fact, it's a great way to convey, to, to transfer information in the digital world. It's an image, it's a photo, it's, it's an image, but he's conveying information. So if we're dealing with information, and, and that's what's at the core of most projects, some way, shape, or form, what can, how can we repurpose this information? So how can we get the information in? Does it start with a thread and we put the information in a thread, then we capture it and put it in a blog post, put it in a long form content to have it in a separate database and a collection? Or do we do something there and then do we take the information and put it on threads? Do we build a container for this information? Do we start stacking this information on threads in a container, in a playlist, in a whatever we come up with, but basically a thread storm. Top line thread, then you put the other stuff, you put all the rest of the information in comments. So for example, here's a simple one. State capitals. Here is my container of United States capitals. And I end up with 50 threads beneath it with the state, the capital, when it was incorporated or whatever, population, boom. Simple inform information. You have 50 thread lists, there's a container of, and maybe you have a picture of each capital building. Maybe you list whatever, the mayor of the town, whatever you want. There's something simple. How about your favorite EPL team? You have an EPL team, Manchester United. Here is my container for Manchester United. You got the roster. I don't know what's on a football roster, but let's say there's 25 guys on an EPL roster. Each person is its own thread. So we'll have 25 threads down below. And maybe you have the player name, the player position. Maybe you put in, you know, their stats, lifetime goals, or games played, or, you know, assists, saves, whatever. Coach, you put the coach in, the coaching one loss record, what other teams he's coached. Same with the players, other teams played for. And of course, with a container, it's fluid. So as new different players are added through the season, you could add to it. Just something simple. And then you throw that roster in your EPL thread list each time Manchester United, or your EPL threadcast each time Manchester United is playing. Just an idea. Stuff like that. It's simple. It's not deep. And by the way, once you create the damn thing, which takes a little time to set up, but once you create the damn thing, it, I don't know what how many games EPL uh, uh, teams play, but let's say the EPL season is, I don't know, 50 games. Well, now, you once you set it up, if you set up a threadcast for every EPL game, all of a sudden it's done. You just take it and put it in there. Now it's just maintenance. So as one player goes, another player goes in. 
Hell, if you want, you could even take the old, the old thread, edit it, and put the new player in there and get rid of the one who was dispatched out or just add it in. That's the flexibility. Uh, Coilation Taskmaster is a machine. <clears throat> Thank you, but no. Thank you, but no. What Calum, what Calum Marvel has proven with the, the party room is very simple. Once you get into the idea of once the context is created and repurposing it, it's very easy to do a lot very quickly. Because it's already done. You do not have to create the information. And this is a point I've been trying to drive home for, to everybody. The problem with threads, if everybody just posts pictures of their dinner, if everybody just posts good morning, if everybody just posts the weather is great today or the weather sucks today, if everybody posts, yay, it's the weekend, I'm so happy. If that's all we have, when we go to tomorrow, and we start the day tomorrow, we're starting at zero. Because all that data from yesterday is pretty much dead. Because the weather will be different. You're going to have a new lunch. All of that is just passe. But if mixed in there is stuff that is being built, tagged, captured, utilized, put in containers, put in playlists, put somewhere, repurpose. Now all of a sudden when Bradley Arrow shows up tomorrow and he puts five more memes up, he's not starting at zero. Because, and be, we have quirkiness with the site, so we don't know how many memes are in there exactly because you scroll down and I don't think the tags are catching everything and the indexing issues. But again, that'll be straightened out at some point. But if he already has... 30 memes in there. Well, by the end of tomorrow, after he does his five, he'll have 35 because he started at 30. And they're captured. They're found. You can see them. If we go to Bradley Arrow's profile and you go on the search and you type meme on Leo, it will bring up all the memes that he's done. They're all there. So... These are things that, again, use this concept of a database. Leo is a database. You can use long form. You can use threads. Either way, we can use it as a database, and we can repurpose that data in many different ways. Uh, Taskmaster is my manager. Live it or love it. If you love it, you gain. And if you live it, you lose. He is the master of all tasks. Well, that's creative. Coyotelation, 100 comments. And then he showed a picture of it, a, a screenshot of it. And 123 uh, page views. More page views than comments. There you have it. Let me... Let me refresh, see if I can get it. 3.57 Leo so far is going to be purchased from this threadcast. Now, again, that's certainly 
not going to change the tokenomics of Leo. It's certainly not going to take the price of Leo and send it ripping. But it's three more that are purchased. And what if we get Threadcast? I, I don't remember what the Super Bowl one was, to be honest with you. But 1700 will just 10x it. Well, well, we got more than 10x it. We'll about 14 exit. So 3.5 times 14 is um, like about 50. So that other one did about 50, give or take. That's what I mean. Now, again, 50 isn't going to change the world. But I wrote a post not long after that about a blog for a baseball team that a regular season game, not the Super Bowl, not the Olympics, nothing special, a regular season game. 3,000 comments on this game post. So 1700 isn't a lot, folks. And 129 is nothing. Here, let me uh, let me drop this image. Into the thread cast. And again, this is what I keep talking about. This is a song that I posted that you can see. I took a screenshot. In the last month, because we don't have lifetime counts, they keep only go back 30 days. This has, I can't even read that, I think 36 or 38 pages. Okay, nothing special, right? But what if we had 15 or 20,000 songs like this? Lisa Gentile and I, on, on our Monday uh, Leo Glossary call, we, we, she actually looked this up on air. And Coyote Lation is going to go nuts about this. Although I think he saw the stats. I dropped it in, in the party room. Spotify has 100 million songs on. 100 million. Now, I don't know if that's individual songs, if there's duplicates. It doesn't matter. 100 million songs is a lot of songs. I wouldn't be surprised if YouTube is somewhere close to the same thing. Because... You know if you type in Stairway to Heaven in, in the YouTube search engine, you'll get like six or eight versions of it that people uploaded. And all of them have like 10 million views apiece. So there's 100 million songs on Spotify. There are 4 million playlists. Excuse me, not 4 million, 4 billion playlists. Four billion playlists, and we have 225 or 250 that I've captured. I, I mean, the, these are the numbers. So what happens if we have 25 or 50,000 songs? What happens if we have uh, uh, 10,000 video clips from different television shows or different movies? What if we have... 
There you go, Bradley. You got a lot of, a lot of free time. How about 10,000 memes under Meme on Leo? How about 10,000 of them? I mean, hell, you, you go, to, go to any of the search engines, you just type in memes, and you just go to the images, and there'll be a bunch of them. Then you go memed about Donald Trump, meme about Joe Biden, meme about Mickey Mouse, meme about whatever, and you'll get, you know, who knows how many others. They all can be posted in there. Uh, more T, when does a page view count? on a thread count when someone opens the thread in a new browser tab and what exactly are any other possibilities okay when you open up in a new browser tab absolutely it is a new uh, uh, when you open a new browser tab or you click on it is a page view now just scrolling by on the latest does not count I believe that counts on YouTube, but I don't believe it counts here. So you have to actually click on it. I right-click on everything. I right-click on my notifications, and I open them up in a separate tab. Now, I know mobile is a lot more of a pain in the keister, so I understand there. Uh, it's a challenge. So that may be something to, um, to, to keep in mind. But if you are on desktop... Right-click on the, the notification, it's a page view, then answer the comment or upvote it. I'll right-click on stuff, open it up in a new 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 page or new tab, and then I'll vote on it. Um, you know, and when you start to see some of these, uh, five views, three views, zero, zero, one, six, you know, three, five, four, the, these are all page views within the thread. So the thread has 129 views, but, you know, collectively within the threadcast itself, there's maybe double that. This is the point. We can easily take the page views. They, the last Leo ad said we have 3,000 threads a day. That needs to be 5,000. And, and I presume that's all threads and comments, not just top-line threads. There's no reason why we shouldn't be doing 5,000 threads a day. It's not that difficult. Bradley's posting memes. So join Bradley and post memes. How long does it take to post a meme? Not very long. Now, I think one of the things that was mentioned on Tuesday's show, which I will reiterate, was the dashboard, and they're working on that. We have... We have the dashboard live in the sense that it's there, but the data is frozen. There's, it's not doing anything. It's not going to do anything because they can't pull the data until they convert everything over to Leo SQL or whatever they're calling it. Um, but the dashboard will create more page views because we can keep going there and see in our most, most up-to-date data. Speaking of that, Bradley Arrow, he posted a link to Simple Analytics. And this is to see the page view of your threads. So what you do is you copy what he posted in the Threadcast, put your username in where his is, 
So it says, threads, view, Bradley Arrow, take out Bradley Arrow, put in your username in between the quotes. And it will pull up the page view on your threads. And it gives you a total amount, unless he changed the dates. Um, this starts January 1st. Yeah, he, he, he started January 1st, 2024. So it'll have the total at some point in the top section of how many uh, you've had. And then as you scroll down um, to the bottom, you'll see how many were done today. And one of the ways to get more page views, by the way, is to do more threads. Click on more threads. Go involved. Get involved. Comment. Do all that fun stuff. If you do that, you start to increase everything that's going on here. So, with that, that's my message for the day. Um, does anybody want to come on air? I don't see any notifications to join in. So, that's... Nobody wants to speak. I'm trying to pull up my uh, page views. Since the first, I have 14,739. Now, also keep in mind that simple analytics was not working for like half of January or something. So a lot of this is not applicable. Um, my highest was Super Bowl day, which I think I did like over 1,800 page views or something. But uh, my last few days, 483, 646, 411, and I'm up to 379 today. So my, pay, my, my threads have been viewed 379 times. And once again, okay, there's a couple people requested. Nifty and Bradley. Nifty and Bradley. Don't know which one of you wants to be on the air first, but you both have been approved. Let's start with Bradley since he's a first time, long time listener, first time caller. What's on your mind, Bradley? Well, that about sums up Bradley's mind. Silence. Bradley? Hurt the Bradley. My mic was off. Oh, well, that, that, that would be a problem. So what's on <laughs> your mind, my good friend? Oh, I just wanted to pop in and say hi. It's, uh, I just want to reiterate what you've said over the, over the years. I mean, we have, we have to use this stuff, and uh, I'm trying to set an example. I mean, I'm here at work. We got some downtime. The boss is gone for the day. I had a chance to pop into the lion's den, which I don't get very often. And uh, every spare moment that I'm not blogging or with the wife or sleeping, I'm uh, here trying to pop out some thread. So, you know, it can be done. Appreciate it. Appreciate the effort. You have some Leo, so you are an owner too. And you certainly have the ownership mindset. And I hope others follow your 
your lead with the Mimi on Leo tag. M-E-M-E on Leo. Uh, post your post your memes. Go go for it. And you know, Bradley, I'm sure will see it and comment and upvote and whatever. So use this stuff. Absolutely. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks, Blake. Mr. Nifty, you are on the air. What's up, everybody? Um, I don't have anything super profound to add. Uh, I pretty much just wanted to reinforce, like, you know, if you're a Leo Power holder, um, use the stuff. Drive the page views. Um, I myself crossed the 100K Leo Power mark last night, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I want that to grow, and part of that is driving uh, page views and stuff. And while I don't have the time that I used to have to contribute a lot, I, I am active and always trying to make sure that I'm driving some kind of page views. So, yeah, just wanted to wanted to reinforce that. Uh, if we want our stakes to grow, uh, all you got to do is be active and you know encourage other people to do the same. Um, but unrelated. I wanted to mention this and I see addicted in the room unrelated. Uh, if you're voting for witnesses that have uh, signaled for less than 20% APR and you care about that APR staying 20%, maybe it's a good time to consider reevaluating your witness votes um, and looking at, you know, witnesses like town hall that task and I are a part of and hex tech that addicted uh, heads up and, he even started signaling 21%. So, you know, if you want that number to stay the same and you don't want your, your APR to be affected, well, you have a voice by having Hive Power and you need to use it. So just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, very, very strong message. Um, governance is an important uh, component to this. If you have Hive Power, you have a say, even if it's just... Five high power, one high power. It, your vote is your vote. And it is stake weighted, but if you're active and growing, you should, and you're looking at this place long term, you should uh, concern yourself with these type of decisions. To echo or, or to add what Nifty just said, if you've been around and you are voting on witnesses who are no longer here, I mean, the witness node may be running. Well, first off, if you're running, if you vote, if you have a vote on a witness node that hasn't, you know, updated their price feed in three years, I mean, you got to get rid of that. But there are witnesses who their witness node is running, their witness node is functional, but they're not here. They're long. They just keep running the node. They keep getting the money, and they have about as much dedication to hive as i do to the continent of antarctica which is zero and they're just collecting whatever they can it's a money maker and they show a profit every month and they take the, the money they take the hive and they sell it that's what they do they sell it. so that puts more sell pressure on hive so if you do have votes for people who you know you haven't seen them around. They don't post anymore. They don't do this. They don't do that. They don't do anything. Well, then it may be time to to question um, why you're voting for them. 
and uh, Nifty gave a couple couple options of people who you know are around. <clears throat> uh, more tea. You can lose everything after the start equals 2024-1-1 and instead add info equal false. This collapses the header. Oh, okay. So he's saying on what Bradley Arrow posted, if you adapt some of the um, the the uh, the the code, um, it's not even code, but you know the parameters. Uh, you can get rid of some of the heading and and some of that stuff and clean it up. Bradley, 100K. I'm closing in on 11K. Agree with Nifty. Tokenize, super important. Re review your witness votes periodically. Lisa said her dashboard is only thir showing 13% on premium and selected elected stake as the option. Um, and it's showing 13%. Mine's showing 22%. If I could comment on that, okay. so, you know, it, it doesn't just factor in the fact that you've opted for that that uh, staked tier. It, it's looking at your activity as well. Um, so, you know, it also checks to see if you've done any power downs and there's a number of other factors. So if you're not seeing that 22% and you just updated it like an hour ago, well, give it some time. But if you did it like say two days ago and you're still not seeing that update, there's probably a reason for your particular account being um, not eligible for that tier. Um, you know, I've looked at a couple of them and a lot of the times it's a power down or, you know, a lack of activity. So those are, those are things to keep in mind there. And also the dashboard UI is like 20% done. So, you know, a lot of the data is going to be skewed. Yeah, I I would uh, I, I appreciate what you said about uh, the not meeting certain parameters, but also I would echo at this time with Hive SQL being down. I mean, I, I I don't know a lot about the technical side of this stuff, but I do know that. Hive SQL is basically what allows data to be pulled from the blockchain and, and incorporated into these front ends. And I don't know what issues there are if it's working intermittently. I know Cal said on Tuesday's AMA that there's certain things that um, they're looking at. They're looking at moving everything over to their own uh, node and their own SQL on there. But maybe it's something that, you know, they're going back and forth. I, I just don't know the technicals. So uh, there's so much screwy stuff right now and not necessarily on Leo's part just because of the SQL nodes. Who, who the hell knows what's going on? So I would be patient with that um, and keep an eye. But also check in with each account to make sure you're doing exactly what Nifty said are you voting out of that account or do you have it all delegated to another account? Did you do maybe a power down of your Leo 
in one of those accounts and maybe, you know, you did that two months ago. There could be a variety of reasons. Uh, Bradley, high vengeance witnesses also, yeah. Um, I don't have much to do with high vengeance. Uh, Nifty, one thing since we did have a question about it, let's get it on the air. Uh, I can't see my phone, so I don't know if Eric, I don't think Eric's in the room. What I missed the beginning of the conversation. I presume he last night on, on Cryptoholics he was talking about Solana. Can you give us a quick recap? Because somebody asked in my opinion, and I don't really have one, of, of Solana and the airdrops and, and stuff like that. And Eric had some great insight into the structure or whatever you want to call it, the the, the tokenomics of Solana that may be worthwhile to share with the audience, especially if people are chasing airdrops and things of that nature. Well, to be fair, you're asking me to to give a breakdown of a conversation I had while I was doing shots of tequila. So, yeah, but, uh, yeah, but if we waited for <laughs> your conversations where you're not doing shots, we we couldn't ask you anything. <laughs> uh, no, what what he what we were talking about initially was, you know, he's been doing a lot of stuff on the injective blockchain, which uh, is a, a Cosmos uh, fork, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but it, it's similar to Solana in the way the fee structures work and things like that. So when we got into the, the, the topic of Solana, I think the way he was breaking it down was that you know, the fees are subsidized by the block producers or validators, essentially, and that they're extremely expensive at this point, not to the user, but to those validators. And to me, that sounds like, uh, you know, that's a that's a time bomb waiting to happen, in my opinion. Kind of like, you know, you see with Ethereum, it's it's almost unusable. We talked about this, too, because for your average user, a $30 fee to swap is just going to be like, hell no. So I, I could see Solana facing some similar stuff with fees, but it's also highly centralized and I don't really you know, support it in any kind of way, but all the airdrop stuff, you know, farm those airdrops if you want, but I, I wouldn't put any money into, into any of that random casino gambling stuff. Uh, you know, I don't do advice, but that would be a, <laughs> a piece you could take as advice. Definitely don't, don't get into it. Don't get caught up in the, Oh, let me find the next meme coin. Let me find the next, it, you're, you won't. <laughs> Unless you're, you know, in some kind of insider circle, you'll be left holding the bag. So don't be left holding the bag. Yeah, I think that's a very important lesson for any part of crypto. I mean, the, the NFTs, you guys got into talking about NFTs. And uh, listen, if you know what you're doing and you know how to play the game, and you understand markets and you understand the psychology of markets and, and, that type of stuff fine, you know, knock yourself out. And there are people who can do that and they do do that and they do very well at it. Um, for the rest of us who don't focus on that, understand that first off, most of what you see in crypto, if it's not an outright scam, it's garbage. And I say that simply because and this goes back to my days in the dot-com era. 
and and I've I've mentioned this in the past during the dot com days, there were kids dropping out of schools like Harvard and and institutions like that, and they would get three, five, ten million dollars from venture capital companies because they were going to build an app. Now back then, none of us non techie people knew what the hell an app was. We had no idea. And the, and the VC people certainly had no clue. But they gave the money because this smart college kid who knew programming was going to build an app. And whether they, there was the intention to build the app or not, doesn't matter because the app was never done. And it certainly wasn't successful. Fast forward to 2017, the ICO craze. You had all these white papers, which most of them were copy and paste anyway including Justin Sons. But um, a lot of this stuff sounded real good. You know, they were going to use block trade, blockchain. They were going to use tokenomics. They were going to use cryptocurrency to change the world. And there was going to be everything on blockchain. And while a lot of it sounded good, where is it today? Six years, seven years later, almost seven years later, it's gone. It's dead. Why? Keep in mind, to successfully pull off a venture is very, very difficult. And you need a lot of things. And there's a lot of reasons for failure. Even if these people were genuine in their attention, they may not have had the knowledge to do it. They may not have had the skill set to do it. They may not have had the money to do it. They may not have had the resources to do it. The market may not have been there. WebVam was a great idea in the early 2000s. The problem is the idea in reality sucked in the early 2000s because the market wasn't ready for it. Now what do you have, at least in the United States and probably other developed countries in the world, grocery deliveries is becoming somewhat normal. It's a service offered by many supermarkets. WebVam went broke. Why? Because the market, the timing wasn't right. So I, I remember somebody, uh, it was on Steam, somebody said, I invested in 50 ICOs. And somebody commented back and said, you don't invest in ICOs. You trade ICOs. That's what you do. You don't invest in them. And I guarantee you of those 50 ICOs the person put money in, Probably all 50 of them are gone today. Many of them were scams. Many of them had no intention of building anything to begin with. But there were probably a handful that did and where there was sincerity. But they didn't have the skills or the money or the ability to pull it off. So keep that in mind when you're dealing with this stuff. That even if they, they, they sound, even if they are sincere, ask yourself. Is there the capability of pulling this off? And if there is, what type of time frame will it be in? Because I can have a great idea. It was like the metaverse nonsense. Everybody was talking about the metaverse. Oh, these are, you'd see on CNBC, these are the top five metaverse stocks to, to, to buy, to gain exposure. It's like, that's stupid. That's dumb. People ask me, what do you think of this of the metaverse? So it's great in about 20 years, 25 years. 
It's like, well, 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 everybody's talking like it'll be here. Zuckerberg's changing, changing the company to Meta. Yeah, and what happened to the stock? He was on the path to bankrupting the company. Why? Because we live in a world of mobile. How are you going to have the metaverse? How are you going to have a fully immersive experience in a park without edge computing, without serious, serious advancements in edge computing and computational power and the ability to use computational power from other devices around you? How can you do that? Do you think you're going to have a Ready Player One experience hooked to a high-powered PC? We're in the mobile age. That's going backwards. So we are a long way from this concept that they talk about with the metaverse. There will be progress forward. We will get more mixed reality stuff, I believe, over the uh, ensuing years. We will get more applications. You may get other devices. Apple obviously brought out their latest device. And uh, we'll see how that goes. And there will be others that will follow. So we'll move in the direction. But if you're going to invest in metaverse tokens, you're foolish. You were you were very foolish. And you know what happened? They cracked. And it's the same thing with the NFTs. You know, if you think NFTs, I mean, I mean, look at all these people running around on Twitter talking about NFTs. What what, what are they all saying? How do we pump our bags? Because they lost all their damn money. Why? Because there's no utility to them. It's a JPEG on, I mean, Justin Sun went, went and bought the first NFT and paid like $350,000 for the NFT of Jack Dorsey's first tweet, of the first tweet. $350,000. Do you know what Justin Sun owns? Nothing. You know who owns the first tweet? Elon Musk. It's on his damn server. It's not, it's not uh, Justin Sun's tweet. Now, maybe the greater fool theory works, and maybe some some asshole will pay five hundred thousand dollars to Justin Sun for the NFT to that tweet. But it's it's not applied to anything. Now, if Elon put it out, and it had, or Jack Dorsey put it out at the time, and it had some ties to Twitter and provided something on the Twitter platform, fine. Then you could say it has a value. But, you know, when, when you're looking at NFTs and saying, oh, I want price to go up, you don't invest in those. You trade them. And if you're adept at trading, wonderful. Knock yourself out. You could probably do very well with that because there is volatility and you may be able to ride the waves and the, the FOMO of, of meme MF, NFTs are going to be the next greatest thing since sliced bread. So... People are FOMOing in. Hey, you beat them in. You, 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 the greater full theory applies. But you want something that's lasting. Make sure, make sure you're not the fool. Left in the bag. So um, let's see. Last couple comments, then we'll close this up. Uh, when Nanda put up her page views. What do you think about the state of Cub, Polycub right now? Well, the state of Cub and Polycub is uh, they're going to be offshoots of everything else that's built. They're, they're not dead. They're part of Leo DeFi. Um, the premium uh, 
membership goes to buy Hive, buys Leo, and pushes it over to BSC and drops it in the liquidity pool. So the bridge across obviously has applicability in this instance to Cub. Uh, obviously, that has applicability to the fees generated that feed the um, arbitrage bot. Uh, obviously, when people actually trade within the, the liquidity pool, there are fees generated. All of this has applicability. But in terms of impact right now, it's next to zero because you're looking at the total purchasing of of uh, Leo and Hive amounting to, I don't know what, maybe $2,500. And, and that's up because we were at like 175 just a few weeks ago. So it's only 1750 uh, a few weeks ago. So it's up to 2500 but there's not a lot of liquidity at $2,500 going there each month. You got to get that to, oh, shit, I don't know, 100000 in your liquidity pool be somewhat legit. So I, my view is I think the more we start to build all this other stuff out and the more Leo becomes a success, that has a spillover into the DeFi because there are there is utility there. There is the bridge there. There are liquidity pools. There are avenues that you can actually, uh, there are services provided, if you will you know, liquidity pools. And maybe there'll be other things added to that at, at a point in time. But, you know, we have to build some of the stuff up on Leo and get the, I mean, the Leo is the centerpiece. Um, you know, the fact that Cub and Polycub are still around, Cal says that's a positive. Okay, I mean, they are around, but how much are they really around at this point? More tea. The whole VR stuff won't work for the mess until a device is very small and projects directly in the retina. One can see real world as long as you have to put those bricks, it, it'll it stay niche. Yeah, I mean, it's, there, there's a lot of issues with it. Latency is another issue, which you're, you got to get, especially on mobile, you got to get another couple generations of communication systems advancing. Um, it's Wi-Fi or whether it's the mobile network. So I, I, I always say none of this stuff operates in a vacuum. And this is why the most powerful tech, whenever anybody says, what, what is the technology that's going to have the greatest impact? It's very simple. It's called convergence. Convergence was what the smartphone was. The smartphone was nothing new. It was the assembly of compute, internet, and mobile. And each of those areas had their own advancement over a period of 10, 20, 30 years, whatever. And it got to the point where in 2006, 2007, you know, along with battery technology, along with the glass technology, along with a bunch of other things that went in the device, it got to the point where Apple could build this device, incorporate these and tie them together. And what happened? Because everybody knew compute, mobile and the Internet. These things exploded, and the United States, in less than seven years, went from 0% to 70% penetration in a little over six years. So, yeah, you need, for, for this metaverse idea, there's going to be 
you're going to need improvements in your communication systems. You're going to need improvements in your processing. You're going to need improvements in the devices themselves. You're going to need improvements in latency, which tied to your communication system. I, I mean, here's the, you're going to need security because if I'm sitting in a park and I need to borrow somebody's compute and you're sitting two, two, two benches away and my device contacts your device and says, I need to borrow some compute and it says, fine. That has to be done in a secure manner. So obviously my device, whatever we're using at that time, can access everything that's in there. It has to, only, it has to be uh, partitioned off. But then at the same time, as you're sitting there on a bench, are you going to want me to use your compute and get nothing in return? No, you're going to want to be rewarded. So now we need crypto projects and blockchain and, and all this other stuff and figure out how to work a payment and, you know, tokenization and everything that we talk about on a daily basis. There's a future potential use case because some tokens are need, going to need to be swapped. And we know computers already, tokens are the, the, the quantifier for bandwidth, for, for processing. I mean, you see that every time you go use Yama, Llama 2. Um, I mean, they have it right there. You, 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 you use that and you type in something, you know, and, and it, it does, um, it, 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 it uh, comes back with the results and it'll say right on the bottom how long it took and how many tokens were used. Uh, if anything at all, then it'll be AR or XR, but VR will be niche like pro surgeons and nerds. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, VR is going to be a problem because, you know, you, you're not operating in the physical world. Convergence is key. Correlation, thanks, friends. Cheers, all. So, all right, let's uh, shut this down. Uh, we've been going for over an hour and a half. It was a good show. Thanks for Bradley and Nifty coming on air. Thank you all for the comments and using the Threadcast. Every time we use this, we reaffirm the technology. Threadcasts are a powerful tool for Leo, not only for spaces or whatever people are putting on, but as Cal of Marvel showed, there are other ways to, to use this. And right now, there's three thread casts uh, on the top of Leo. What happens once we get five, seven, ten of them a day? And people can jump around. And, you know, I try to support thread casts. I was in the Brazilian uh, thread cast Hive BR the other day. I mean, that's in Portuguese. I dropped a few comments and, and uh, just said, hey, you know, I hope you can support, I give you the support. And I try, I left the comments to try to push it to the top page as quickly as possible. So, even though I don't speak with any Portuguese, even though I'm not a part of high PR, and even if they allowed me in there, I wouldn't understand what they're saying. I did drop a few comments in English, not Portuguese, to, to try to help it along. So, these are the little things we can do. All right, we will see you next Friday. Um, and hope everybody has a great day.